This is Learning Innovation, the teaching and learning podcast, otherwise known as LittlePod. We are created by Lethbridge College's Centre for Teaching, Learning and Innovation, located in Lethbridge, Alberta, Canada, on the traditional lands of the Blackfoot Confederacy. Here at CTLI, it's our job to keep education innovative and accessible, which leads to lots of conversations and projects with students, educators and experts in our networks. We hope you'll tune in, hit play, and get inspired as we navigate and capture the dynamic landscape of teaching, learning, and pedagogy. Welcome to episode number 28 of The Little Pod. We've got a full roster of guests today, including Kevin Weiber, Lethbridge College's Associate Dean of Trades, Joelle Reynolds, a learning experience designer from the Centre for Teaching, Learning, and Innovation at Lethbridge College, Brianne Hutchinson, an instructional designer also from CTLI at Lethbridge College, and Warren Anderson, an educator at McGrath Elementary School from the West Wind School Division. Today, we'll be talking about the STEM collaboration project between Lethbridge College and West Wind School Division. And for those who may not be aware, STEM stands for Sciences, Technology, Engineering, and Mathematics. Welcome, everyone. Hi, Donna. Hello. Great to be here. Thanks, Donna. So we'll get started with the obvious first question. Kevin, can you talk about what is the STEM Collaboration Project? Certainly. It's an effort to identify alignment between the um, the K-12 curriculum and aspects of the automotive service technician trade. Um, there's a dramatic, or there are a lot of dramatic examples of ties between the science and the math curriculums and the automotive trade, we use a lot of that stuff. Um, instructors from Lethbridge College are working with teachers from West Wind School Division to create projects and videos and a speakers list to support the teaching. This sounds like a really uh, exciting collaboration. Warren, would you like to add to that? Yeah, this project came out of an interest to engage students in real world learning opportunities that are authentic and engaging. We're aiming to do this by integrating real-world tasks found in real-world careers into the classroom. So for me, the origins of this project are found within the framework of project-based learning, or PBL. And a key element of PBL is authenticity, which include authentic tasks and content experts. Wonderful. Thank you. Um, and Joelle, what are some of the goals of this project? Some things that we're really trying to do are just to identify what those connections are between the Alberta K to 12 math and science curriculum and the trades curriculum that we have. We're starting with automotive service technician. Um, but beyond that, we're also trying to provide teachers with resources to support authentic learning um, in their STEM subjects and engage industry uh, where we can in bringing, bridging the gap between um, K to 12 and post-secondary. At a higher level though, um, what we're really trying to get at is just building an awareness among K to 12 students and their teachers uh, regarding the value and the desirability of careers in the, in the skilled trades. Um, we want to increase our students' success in the trades and increase the number of skilled uh, tradespersons in Alberta. Um, right now, we're currently prototyping a few things. We're in that phase of our project where we're designing activity resources, both digital and physical, um, for use by teachers in their classrooms. Uh, so that will include some videos, some uh, kits for learning, some lesson activities to go along with those kits, and a guest speaker directory. 
Um, so this phase we're in right now, we'll start rolling out some deliverables later this year and into next spring. Wonderful. And yeah, as I understand it, you all were quite busy last week creating some of those resources and getting them ready. Absolutely. We were. We had a lot of fun. We were down in the shops and um, recording some videos with some of our instructors and teachers. And it was just really fun to see them work and interact with each other. Kevin, would you like to um, add to that? Sure. Um, Our trades instructors are certainly passionate about what they do. And when they're given an opportunity to show teachers what we do in our environment, um, they, uh, they get going pretty good down there. Um, they kept the teachers enthralled for some time, possibly too long, um, on an abbreviated time schedule. But if we can harness that passion, um, I think we're doing a great thing. Uh, we hope to create more impact and application recognition, learning, and retention to young learners. This awareness will help students gain respect for the trades and perhaps even uh, stoke an interest in uh, future career path. Um, I think there's a real value in demonstrating how science applies to the things that we take for granted in our society. There's also great value in sharing the different ideas around arriving at a desired outcome. And this sounds like um, it really benefits the students because it's creating some authentic learning, um, you know, which is always, always more engaging for students. So Brianne, uh, what is your role in this project? Uh, I've been right in the thick of it, having a real good time with all those instructors and teachers, and it's been very exciting, and we've had lots of good laughs and uh, lots of really interesting things come out of this project so far. Part of my role has been designing that program and helping them be successful and working with all those team members. We've been brainstorming and iterating and improving and iterating again and trying new and different things. We're constantly bouncing ideas off each other and uh, growing and learning and discovering a lot about ourselves and about the trades and about uh, what's happening in K-12 education along the way. It's uh, been a really, really fun process. It sounds like there's been a lot of learning all around with everyone sharing their ideas and and working together through that iterative process. Warren, In your eyes, how is this project benefiting students, teachers, and instructors? Big big question there. It is a big question, um, but a very good question. So from a classroom teacher's perspective, um, this will help grade school students see where the mathematics and science of the classroom is used in the real world. So really, it addresses the question that some students ask, um, where am I ever going to use this? So it will also help inform teachers and give them a vision of the mathematics and science needed in the various trades. Um, From a post-secondary trade instructor's perspective, this project will help prepare grade school students for a career in the trades. This is done by planting and cultivating an interest in the trades from an early age. It will also provide instructors with a network of teachers whom they can collaborate with to address gaps in student learning. Uh, there There is a desire among teachers and instructors to collaborate. Students are more engaged in a task when they see a purpose behind it. Yes. And that question of where, you know, when am I ever going to use this? That seems like a very common one that that teachers often hear. So um, this looks like a great way to help students see that connection between, um, you know, what they're doing in the classroom and that real world. Yeah, for sure. Um, So what are some specific examples and, and feel free to jump in here, whoever would like. Um, so some specific examples of these authentic learning resources that you're creating. So for me in my classroom, I've used a few um, tools that are used in um, the automotive trade. 
and uh, I use these tools to help address curricular concepts and outcomes. So for example, um, there's a tool called a feeler gauge and I've used that in the past with my grade five students to teach about adding and subtracting decimals. I've used a tape measure as a number line to help um, with the addition and subtraction of fractions. Um, I also work on a farm and one day I was using or I was mixing some antifreeze to put into my tractor and on the back I was looking at the different uh, percentages and ratios and so I decided to bring that into the classroom as well where uh, students can see um, where they would use ratios and percents and fractions and I've shared that with other teachers as well. I also taught grade two for a number of years and I've used a tire gauge as a number line to help students in grade two skip count and add and subtract numbers. Um, in all these situations, students were excited and engaged in the learning, which also helped engage them in um, addressing high level cognitive demand tasks in mathematics. I think it's important too to note that um, the, the way that we expose them to these things in the trade branch or, or encompasses uh, learning from all the way from the grade two group all the way up to grade 12. And the, the depth that we want to go into any one of these subjects goes from as simple as using a number line on a tape measure to um, complicated heat concepts, for example. So it's been very interesting to explore that. Yeah, one of the videos we were recording this last time was about using a diagnostic tool that was uh, measuring voltage against time on a graph, and it was definitely one of those higher-level concepts. Uh, so it's something that we can talk at a small uh, level or, or a lower level where we're just talking about a repeating pattern in the math classroom, but then at that higher level, we can talk about the amplitude and the frequency uh, that we see from the period on a wave. That's a great range that you're bringing those concepts, um, you know, from grade two right up to grade 12. And are you finding as you work through this iterative process, um, you know, where you're getting ideas such as the one, Warren, that you mentioned with the antifreeze, where, where new ideas are kind of springing up as you go through the iterations? That's kind of an understatement. Um, <laughs> we, so far, we haven't managed to complete um, one idea without developing four or five others. <laughs> <laughs> I completely agree with that. Well, that sounds really exciting. Um, that, that really shows the potential of this collaboration. Yeah, like what I'm finding um, for one of the hardest parts of this project is how do you narrow it down or how do you, what steps do you take at which time? Because as we're going along in this project, we're finding so much excitement and passion that so many ideas are branching out of other ones. And there's a lot, lot to do and a lot we can do. And it's just being able to organize and, and decide um, which phases to do first and, and really just finding that line of, of uh, what we can do today. Mm -hmm. Where do we stop? That's the biggest question. Mm -hmm. Yep. Well, that's, that's an exciting project to have. Um, Brianne, you, you've touched on, on some of the exciting aspects and there's always sort of highlights and lowlights with any project. Do you want to talk about some of those uh, aspects? Yeah, sure. Um, as part of the designing this project and helping it move along the way and grow, um, the, you come through some bumps in the road and, and uh, along with the exciting stuff come some of its challenges. One of the challenges that we're, we're trying to overcome is the time factor with everybody. We know uh, all our instructors here at Lethbridge College are, are extremely busy and, and they, they are working their hardest to find the time 
to be there for a lot of these things. And same with the, our West Wind teachers. We are also finding, you know, they're full-time working professionals. So finding times where we can all get together and collaborate and donate our time together uh, is, is sometimes a challenge, but uh, we've been finding ways to overcome that and finding the time and space to get together to, and work on all of those things. Um, I would say, yeah, just our other challenges, again, like finding finding uh, where where to kind of stop today. Um, during the days together, we have so much that we want to accomplish in our short time together, and we're trying to stay focused on the task at hand. And, and uh, all these beautiful and imaginative ideas come out of that day to come to the future. So uh, we'll keep, keep overcoming some of those challenges and find time to explore those new projects and new ideas. It, it'll be fantastic. Wonderful. Um, what are you most, what, so for all of you, um, what are you most excited about for the upcoming phases of this project? And um, maybe Kevin, do you want to start? That's an, a, a very, very difficult question because as we've mentioned, the potential for this is absolutely enormous. And every time we, we start looking at one individual concept or one connection, between the curriculum in the K-12 system and what we do in our trade, it just keeps expanding. It just keeps growing and there's more potential and there's more things. And the more people that we bring in, the more ideas they have and, the, and, and good ideas, really exciting things that we can put together. Um, I think um, that's probably the most exciting thing about it is the potential and, and the things that we may end up developing out of this. Um, on the downside, sooner or later, we're going to have to say enough's enough. And that's, that's going to be a sad day. Yeah. It's always so hard to do that when you've got such an exciting project. And Warren, what about for you? Well, I'm excited to see the results, right? Like Kevin said, this can go in many directions. It can go on and on and on. And just as the results roll in, the different uh, videos are done, kits are done, lessons are done. I'm excited to see, to see that. Um, and I know that excitement and enthusiasm are contagious. So when we bring in these teachers and instructors and get them excited as they work on this, uh, this project, they bring that excitement into the classroom um, where the students can see it. And the students then become excited and there's an increased desire to learn. Um, so I hope that there will continue to be an increase in student retention and, of knowledge and skills because they are using the tools of the traits that we are highlighting and focusing as we put together these videos and kits and lessons and interactive activities. And Joelle, what about for you? Oh man, that's a, that is a hard question. I'm excited about so many things. I think uh, for me, I'm, I'm just so excited about building the context for learning. You know, it, like before I was in this role, I was a, a high school teacher, junior high, high school teacher, um, and was always looking f to answer that question, why am I learning this? And to have this chance with these trades instructors and these teachers to build some things out that help those learners build that context. You know, like we don't learn isolation. We bring all of our experiences and everything we've seen uh, when we're learning about new things. Things. So to help enrich that, that's just a golden opportunity. Um, but beyond that, too, I'm just excited about the potential reach of the project. Like right now, we're working at Lethbridge College and we're working with Westwind School Division. But what we're building is something that's going to be useful for teachers all over the province and trade schools all over the province. So I'm just excited to share our story and maybe get some more people on board with us as we go. 
Yeah, the project, it sounds like it has some really broad uh, potential for a lot of scope. Yeah, absolutely. Right now we're starting with automotive service technician as one trade because like Brianne said, we had to narrow down for a little while so that we could uh, make a few prototypes. But there definitely is a vision to build out to other trades uh, as we continue on with the project. And finally, Brianne, for you, what are you most excited about? Oh, um, I've been on this project for uh, quite a while now and actually seeing all of these ideas and brainstorming and iteration and creation and planning actually come to life now here. And we're in the process of creating all these fantastic deliverables. And I can't wait to see the end result and see them shared with the instructors and the teachers and and actually seeing the students really get to use them and hearing uh, the feedback and and being able to build upon that and actually seeing those those grow and come all together. Um, yeah, I'm I'm just excited to see this indefinite growth. I feel that it could be just even from my experiences and and communications with everybody involved in the project of of all these ideas of where it could go and and the potential for the future with this and the different things that we are going to continue to iterate and brainstorm and and innovate and create it uh, is it's really exciting and I find myself having a huge passion for this project. Donna if I could add one more thing um, one of the things that that really excites me about the potential in this project is um, forming some some connections and some bonds between um, educators in the k-12 system and educators in the in the uh, post-secondary area. Um, it's been fairly firmly separated in the past, and it's nice to know that we all have the same goals and we, you know, we're, we can work towards them in similar ways and work together to achieve those goals. So that's an exciting outcome of this as well. Yes, because, it, it, yeah, it does often feel like there is this little bit of a divide, and so that's wonderful to, to bring everyone together and, and make that connection. So what, um, what brought all of you together to work on this project? Uh, what brought us all together? Um, that's, that's a long story. <laughs> I, guess, I guess in short for me, um, I was looking for ways to further engage my students and show them that learning and life um, I guess happens beyond the walls of the classroom. So I think about some of the lessons that I've taught and I, I try and I ask myself, are the students going to apply this beyond the lesson of today? And in asking myself that question, I, I've tried to expand the opportunity for students to, to apply and to see and to understand that what they are learning in the classroom does have a purpose. And so I've, I began reaching out to, uh, content experts, um, what, regardless of the subject, it could be math or science, it could be social studies or language arts, reaching out to these experts um, and inviting them into my classroom, asking if we can go to, uh, to their business and, and learn about what they do and tie that into the unit of study. Um, I then approached uh, Sheldon Anderson, the Dean of the Trades at, the, at Lethbridge College, and mentioned to him that I, I have invited and asked the college um, if they could come into the school or if we can come and see some things. And it'd be great to include the automotive or include the trades. And uh, he directed me to uh, 
to Kevin and to Joel and and then with Brienne and then together we've we've kind of designed these learning experiences where we're building those I guess more formal relationships between uh, school systems and schools and the and the college and between instructors and teachers and in my mind all in an effort to uh, to promote student learning and help students see I guess beyond the walls of the classroom what can be found in in the real world in life and when students can see that they can begin to think about what they enjoy and what they want to focus on and what they want to pursue and uh, create meaningful experiences for them. Sorry, that was really long. <laughs> I think you can tell by uh, by the way Warren talks about it that he's uh, a very innovative thinker. Um, he's thought outside the box and tried to come up with some practical ways to be able to get his his concepts through to his students. And I think if I was going to identify what brought us together, that's it. That's It's Warren's vision. Um, it's Warren's... Um, creativity and and that's been really an important driving force for us yeah and i think i absolutely agree and i just think it lined up so well with some of the goals that we have as a college in alberta you know there um, was some direction in the goals that came out of alberta 2030 about raising awareness around the trades and building trades up and we're just excited for the opportunity to do that with our teaching partners at the K-12 level. So it's a really kind of a special project. So so if there are teachers, K-12 teachers listening to this, or perhaps there are other college instructors, are there some ways, um, first of all, for K-12 and uh, in teachers, how would they access these resources? Is that information that you can share at this point? You know, if they're really getting excited about this, listening to this, and is this um, something that will be ready for September 2022? Uh, maybe not a full suite of things ready for September 2022. This first phase runs until February of 2023. And by that time, we will have a variety of web-hosted uh, resources available. Uh, so um, I guess just stay tuned. We haven't posted any of them available just yet, but most of them will be shareable uh, via our website. And, and to add one thing to that, we're, we're going to try and work with uh, the teachers convention, the SWATCA, in the spring of 2023 to try and get some sessions um, where instructors or where teachers can come to the college and kind of see what are the trades about, what what is offered here at the college, and how can I apply some of the the learning and some of the resources that the college incorporates into our classroom as well, kind of in line with what Joel said, with that uh, web-based uh, resources that we're going to put up. We've all, always been uh, very open too to experiential or experimental learning, and I think um, anybody that's interested in more of that certainly reach out to us and. Um, our, all of our instructors are very passionate about what they do and more than willing to share that experience um, or to provide some kind of experience for students who are interested. Um, we can, outside of this project, tailor a lot of potential, a lot of, uh, of learning to what those students need. So don't be afraid to reach out um, anybody that's listening and, and ask questions and we'll certainly accommodate you to the best of our ability. And I'll, and I'll just speak to what Kevin said. I've reached out to the college on a number of occasions to a number of departments. And every time I've reached out, they were very accommodating and willing to make anything work for 
for us, whether it was a, a field trip to the college to see some things or to come into the classroom or provide resources. So it, it has been great. Wonderful. Thank you for sharing that um, because I can see people uh, as they're listening to this getting quite excited and and maybe wanting to think about how they can get involved or certainly uh, getting excited about the launch in uh, the spring of 23. So, Brianne, if people would like to find out, follow along with the progress of this project, is there some place that they can go to do that? Yeah, for we don't have our website quite up and running yet since we're in the process of creating all these deliverables and that portion of the initiative project. But you can go to our uh, website right now of learninginnovation.ca and find our STEM initiative page where you can actually track the progress of everything that's going on and those involved and uh, just a little bit of more detail of all the parts involved and all the moving pieces. Thank you. That's an excellent resource. This has been a great conversation. And uh, so I just wonder if there's anything else that anyone would like to add. I just want to uh, send out a big thank you to Westwind School Division and the Westwind School uh, Division teachers who have spent time on this project. They have invested time and resources into this uh, experimental work, and that is very much appreciated and necessary for us to uh, put some of these ideas together and bring them to fruition. So just really thankful there and also uh, very grateful to our trades instructors who have spent a lot of time talking to each other, meeting with us, um, putting these ideas together. Just very grateful for the work everyone's put in so far. Yeah, I can feed right off of that of a very thankful like anytime that I've reached out and and talk to any of the instructors and teachers and trying to work with them. And, and it's a constantly growing process. There's always those little bumps along the road and everybody has been just so wonderful and accommodating and passionate and always coming to me with new ideas and interests and ways to build and make these more successful and, and just greater, greater <clears throat> ideas of where they could go with it. It's been exciting. It has been awesome to see the excitement of instructors and teachers come out in creating these projects so far it's it's been great working with them i think it's important to to mention too that the work that joel and brianne and their team has done is, has been a very important part of guiding us through this um i can see that if they weren't here that we'd have people running in every different direction yep. <laughs> <laughs> not really know where we were headed in the long run so um while we're handing out thanks i think you guys deserve a lot of credit as well i agree thank you well, and uh, it really shows um, the excitement and, and the value behind this project that so many educators were keen to get involved because we know, you know, college instructors are busy, K to 12 instructors are busy, but the fact that everyone, you know, made time for this, it really shows how important it is to, to everyone. So we've come to the last part of the conversation that we have on our podcast episodes, and we all work in education, and so we tend to be people who really love learning. And so we'd love to know what is something that you have loved learning lately. And that really can be, um, you know, something that is outside of work or, or it can be something through work. Either way, what is something that, uh, and feel free to jump in whenever you like. I'll jump in if, if uh, everybody else is still thinking about their answers. Um, one of the things that really struck me doing this is how much I enjoy sharing um, the knowledge that I've acquired over a period of time in that trade. <clears throat> and to be able to go out and spend that time 
with uh, with people who may or may not have some background in it and share that stuff and share my excitement. And to get into a group of people who also feel that way, that's why I got into the trade in the first place, because I enjoyed sharing that that passion and that excitement. So it's fun to share that with other people. And that's sometimes we forget that. That's why we're in it. Right? Thank you, Kevin. Uh, for me, something that we're focusing on, as I stated earlier at McGrath Elementary, is project-based learning. So another element of that is uh, student voice and choice. And that goes right in line with authenticity. So something I'm trying to do is uh, have students, you know, their voice and choice evident in their learning so they can express themselves in the classroom and in the different projects. And that that only creates a uh, it only creates more of an authentic learning environment for them and increases their motivation and engagement in in their learning. I would say after all of that, the, the other end, um, I was an educator for many years as well. So see, I'm always thinking from that teacher and learner perspectives. And one of the most interesting parts of this project has been branching out and, and talking to all these instructors in the trades. I, I hadn't met too many of them before, and I really wasn't sure what it was going to be like. And once actually spending some time with them and, and creating these friendships and bonds with them, it's been exciting to see that side of education and higher education in the trades and how passionate they really are about the work that they do and the students that are coming and not just their students, but their excitement to see these uh, K-12 students and, and how they can influence them and share their knowledge and, and excitement about the trades with others. And it, it's just been really exciting to to learn more about the trades and what they do and and about themselves as individuals. That's great to hear. Thanks, Brianne. Yeah, and I'm just like Brianne. I just, I love learning about the trades. I've been helping the trades program for a few years now uh, with their curriculum development and, uh, you know, needs and skills. And um, I'm not a trades person. (laughs) So as is common with the role of learning experience designer, instructional designer, we we know about teaching, we know about learning, but we don't necessarily know the subject matter that we are designing these experiences around. So being able to actually go into the shops and and talk to those instructors and see what they're doing and uh, see their curriculum a little bit more, it's just all, it's, it's a road that I'm traveling down and I'm enjoying the journey, I guess you could say. Well said, Joelle. Thank you. All right. Well, thank you all very much for joining us today. It's such an exciting project and such a, an amazing collaboration. And uh, it's going to be really awesome to see um, where this goes. It, it just has so much amazing potential. And I can hear, I can hear in all of your voices just uh, the potential in this project. Thanks so much, Donna, for having us today. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. This episode featured Donna McLaughlin as host and Kevin Weiber, Joelle Reynolds, Brianne Hutchinson, and Warren Anderson as guests. Jordana Gagnon was our producer. Ryan Robinson was our sound technician and editor. Thank you also to Daryl Benebeck, Joel Godry, Kelsey Jansen, Tyler Wall, Jamin Heller, and Jesse Sorensen for their ongoing support and expertise. Our podcast is funded by Lethbridge College's Centre for Teaching, Learning and Innovation and recorded on the traditional lands of the Blackfoot Confederacy. For more information and inspiration, check out learninginnovation.ca. If you like what you hear, please rate, review or follow us on your chosen platform. Thanks for listening and take care. Mm -hmm.